Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond, but at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O. V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. Here's some stories about a show we made about a bunch of dogs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said here's a story that you all should touching me either. I will probably touch you a couple times throughout the ride. It's distracting when I drive. You know um, how when people get dressed in the morning, they say like, oh, I'm going to put on a nice outfit for my, my guy or my girl, mm. or oh, I want to put on a cute outfit for that cute never person that. at work. Absolutely. You know? Well, this morning, I put on my Grogu socks for you, Yes! Baby. I Love couldn't it. tell what the Love lime it. green was. I was like, is he wearing ankle weights? What's happening? <laughs> I put on my Grogu socks for Donald. He's so handsome. Yeah, I love And look how unhappy he is. You're not happy with it? You know why I'm not happy with it. You that. want them? I'll give them to you right after I wear them today. <laughs> you already <laughs> funked them up, man. You already funked them up. I like All right. how close you guys are that you can share socks. All right, it's happening. Dude, right? we slept in the bed in our underwear, just our underwear, back to back, baby. That's how Aww. close we are. Yeah, we've spooned. Um, no, I don't feel like we've spooned. Well, we haven't spoon spooned. Like there was no like, there was no like, my my groin didn't touch your booty. Um, all right. So, holy harbor. All right. So road trip. Road trip. Road trip. Are we rolling, Daniel? We are rolling. We are rolling. Welcome We're to rolling. the first ever road trip edition of the podcast. Faith doctors, real friends. Um, we are in a Tucson. We are in a Hyundai Tucson. Thank you to Hyundai for sponsoring this uh, s- episode of our yeah. show. Yeah. 
And Yay. we came up with this really cool idea to do an episode where we drive around Hollywood and talk about some places that really influenced me and Donald's lives while in Hollywood. Yes. And we're starting uh, in the valley where, where Donald lives now. And well, we are, we're not going to say the street that I'm on. So if you, if I didn't say the street. <laughs> okay. oh, I just said the valley. Deal. It's pretty. Oh, that's Ooh. gorgeous. It'd be pretty hard wow. to find you in the valley. But Donald lives <laughs> or may not live in the valley. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, and um, so what year? Let's start. Let's start at the very beginning. beginning. I don't very know what year it was that I moved start. out here. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I just know that you were too high. Why? <laughs> no, I just know that I was like in my 20s. Like I was 21, 22, 23. I knew it was. I know it's right. It's just been so long. Like I've lived here longer than I lived in New York. I grew up in New York, born and raised in New York. And so when I moved out here, I was like. I don't know. I, I won't say I was high, but I was very young, and I've been here longer than I lived in New York for it. And so I couldn't tell you the exact year. Like, if you ask me what year Rocco was born, I just learned that it was 2013. No. Really? Yeah. I, I feel learned. like that one you might want to commit to. You memory. just learned that? He, he's the one that teaches me that shit. That's the crazy thing. Do you thing. feel that you've smoked away that part of your memory? Yeah. Okay. All right. Where do you go? I smoked away a lot of shit, dude. We gotta do some memory exercises, Donald. Yeah, exactly. You gotta build your memory palace. Today I couldn't remember short ribs for some reason. Like that's the dumbest. Just the word short ribs. Short ribs. I was like, what kind of ribs are those? They're beef, but they're like they're not beef ribs, but they're not. And I was like, flank ribs. Oh wait, that's so cool when that comes up like that. So wait. I tried to tell y'all when you signal in your dashboard, the camera on the side shows you. What's on your side? You know, I want to take a picture where you're of that. about to turn. All right, next time you signal, I'm going to get a picture of that. Because yeah, okay. I've never seen that before. That's You've really, that is before. honestly very cool. That's very cool because I'm always worried about my blind spot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You don't mm. even worry about your blind spot. Hey, baby, when I'm with you, I never worry about, when I'm with you, I'm too son, I never worry about my blind spot. Gonna be a good day. No trip. You know what this reminds me of? Uh, mm. In swingers, when they're like Vegas, 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 and then it hard cuts and they're like asleep with the <laughs> But then right before they get to Vegas, 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 <laughs> and that's not Vegas either. What? Where they shot it? No, where they, where they. The first lights that you see when you're going towards Vegas isn't Vegas. It's Barstow, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's yes. Bar yeah, Barstow. Um, well, that's pretty cool. I like that. <laughs> this is pretty... I mean, if this is meant to be like a family car, it's pretty It's pretty sexy. You it's look pretty, you look pretty hot driving it. I'm not going to lie. You look good. Thank you very much, guys. Because I realize it's like, you know, you can have a... It's a family car, but it's, it's made for sexy dads like you. Yeah. So do you even look at your mirror? Absolutely. You always look at your mirror, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what you have me thinking? I was thinking like, you know, because, you know, you're not like the greatest driver in the world. And oh, I was thinking about how happy I was that the Tucson has all these safety features. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Where did you get that I'm not the greatest driver? I think you're a good driver, but you're not necessarily like the greatest. I disagree with you. So I'm just boy. happy that the Tucson has all these safety features. You think features. you're the greatest driver? I am. I am the greatest driver. We need driver. to take this Tucson on the track. <laughs> oh, no. You know what it is? I feel like I'm Peter Quill and you're Rocket Raccoon. Do you know who they are? I don't know what that means. It <laughs> sounds like you're speaking uh, It's like he's the captain, but you think you're the captain. 
and then you guys fight over whose ship this really is. Oh, like time. like Chewie and Han. No, Han, Chewie, oh, Chewie knows. Okay? But Chewie complains a lot, like, you're wrong, you're not driving right. <laughs> <laughs> Let Chewie. me drive. <laughs> <laughs> But you never hear Han say anything like, you know, well, shut up. If you think you can do so much better, then do it. You never hear Han say that. So I don't know if Chewie complains about driving. I think Chewie, <laughs> do you think Chewie likes working for Han? Yeah. Yeah, they're best friends. Yeah. Now, does Han pay Chewie? No, they make no. equal money. So whenever they do an assignment, mm-hmm. they get they split it? Yeah. I mean, Something let's like think about it. Chewie don't need clothes, so he doesn't have to pay for that. Does Chewie poo? Yes. Most certainly. You never Come see Chewie poo. You never see anybody <laughs> poo <laughs> in Star Wars, dude. But Chewie's never like, I gotta Nobody go to the ever, woods. <laughs> I think the Mandalorian's the first time we ever saw a toilet in Star Wars. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Star Wars trivia from Star Wars trivia from <laughs> You guys can put this on your, uh, on your other podcast. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Um, all right, so Donald, tell us a little more about your, you don't remember the year. Do you, you came out, how long until you got a part? I came out what with the part. When, what so happened? this was tell the thing. I wanted to move to California so much earlier than I moved, right? Right. And my mom was like, my mom kept telling me, that's a mistake. All you're going to do is get there and you're not going to have any money and you'll be back because of that. Thanks a lot for the confidence, mom. She was like, when you go to California, you should go because a job brings you there. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, fine. So the goal was, how can I get a job that shoots in L.A.? And so when Clueless happened and they were talking about making the television show, I remember thinking, this is my way out. This is my way out. Wait, slow down. The Clueless movie, you were still living in New York. Yes. And where did you shoot the Clueless movie? In Los Angeles. Okay, so you came out to shoot that, but then moved back to New York. Right, and at that point, I had made friends with Seth Green and Breck and Meyer. Where did you live while you were making the Clueless movie? At the... I... uh, Smoked it away? No, I didn't smoke it away. I, a tent? <laughs> I, I just don't know uh, the name of it, but it's right off of uh, La Cienega. Okay. So it was an like apartment a, kind of thing or something? Yeah, it was like an apartment slash hotel. Okay. okay. But I had made friends with Brecken and Seth already, and so I was like, you know... Well, I was just telling the audience that Donald is merging onto the 101, one mm. of the most dangerous highways in the world. You getting on the freeway? Is, is yes. that so? Oh, can we reenact the clueless scene? Yeah, reenact You're the clueless just... scene. No, but I'm not Stacy Dash. <laughs> <laughs> but can you turn around and do your screen face? No. Do it to the camera. <laughs> 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 the most famous car scream ever. <laughs> Where'd you shoot that on the 101? No, that was shot. You know, there's this. You know where the aquarium of the Pacific is? No. There's a little private freeway over there. And we oh. shot it on that. Oh, they let you shut that it down? Sense. Yeah, well, there's never any cars on it, really. A little trivia for you. I did a pilot uh, that didn't come out, but the, the 710 freeway, which is a big freeway they were building, stopped for political reasons and all sorts of mishigas. They weren't able to finish it. So for like a mile, it just goes and then dead ends. And they rent it to film productions to use because it's a mile of freeway that's a dead end. I think that's where we shot this. And that's where a lot of... I think it's like the Aquarium of the Pacific. Okay, uh, maybe it's the same thing, but I just know that a lot of people um, have shot there before because it's this kind of... Because of whatever politics happened, they just... They dead ended, they couldn't keep building it. (laughs) And so it's like a mile of freeway you can use for shoots. Is that where they shot the opening scene of La La Land? 
No, that was no. an actual freeway. Oh, no. Which is wild to me. Yeah, That's they so actually wild. shut down a freeway to shoot the opening wow. scene. Wow. Well, they did that, but... I don't get Donald Donald's start on La La Land. We could turn this into a podcast <laughs> that also visits La La Land locations. I love it. We're going to Griffith Observatory and dance. All right, so that looked like it was going to happen. And uh, when it did, they gave me $5,000 to move to Los Angeles. And with that $5,000, I got the apartment that yeah. we're... Wow. Uh, it's funny that I got the exact same amount of money from my parents to come out here. Really? <laughs> it's funny. We both started with five grand and nothing else. Nothing else. That was it. Five grand. And it wasn't like I had the, cur- the, the comfort of being like, I can always ask my parents. Because like, no, they just gave me five grand. Yeah. That was my only source of being able to hit up anybody for extra money was my parents and they had said here's five grand and I put it all into getting a car I, I had to get a, a, a used car so yeah I, I rented a car when I rented cars when I first got out here because mm. I thought that would be cheaper and then it wasn't cheaper anymore because some lady on the street that we're about to go to had a heart attack oh. while driving Whoa. and my car was parked out in front I'll never oh, forget no. this I had oh just come God. back from playing paintball hell yeah with my buddy uh, Meech <laughs> And I was showering, and Meech was playing. This is back when Nintendo, the Cube, was out, right? GameCube, hell yeah. Yeah, so he's playing fucking uh, Bond on that shit, practicing Bond, right? Cool. Uh, And it's funny that he knocks on the fucking uh, door, (laughs) and I'm like, "Dude, what the heck? I'm in the shower." And he goes, "Yo, I think somebody just hit your car." Oh. And I was like, "What?" (laughs) And so I go out, and there's this. You know, old white you lady. Go, you want to go here or Hollywood? Well, I think this might be quicker than... Okay. Because uh, then we got to get off on yeah, Highland. Yeah, Highland, and, yeah. And, okay. It's Sunday. Um, and she's like in the street like, oh, and the cops are there. She's like, oh, God. And it was it's it's so long ago. It, I was so new to Los Angeles that I still had my uh, license. To, What's that beeping right? telling you? Somebody's coming up on but the... But that's interesting. That's yeah. good stuff. But wow. I hate assholes like that that speed up when you're freaking trying to turn. I know, but that's the one. Car, let's talk about the Tucson just gave you a warning. You, that guy was over there. Thank you, Tucson. Thank you, Tucson. So Give it a pet. Anyway. Give so, it a pet. <laughs> calm down, dude. <laughs> and so... <laughs> All right, go on. We love and you, so I walk outside and she's, you know, faint. She's like, oh, God, I'm so... Oh, my heart. Jesus. And it was so long ago. Did you call an ambulance? No, the cops were already there. Uh, I'm so new to Los Angeles that I still have my, uh, my Springfield, where I got my, I got my license in Springfield, Massachusetts, because I kept failing in New York. So I was Mm. like, let me go to Springfield. Hey, whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down. There's too much data coming in. You couldn't get your license in New York, so you went to Massachusetts? No, that's wrong. I take that back. I never heard of anyone leaving the state to get it in an easier place. I got it in, I got, I got my license in, uh, in New York, but I don't know how this worked out. I had, I stayed with my grandfather for like a summer, just hanging out with him in Springfield. Mm -hmm. And while I was in Springfield, instead of getting a New York license, I got a Springfield license because I just used his address. Like I had already passed the test and all I needed to show was proof that I did that and then if, I, if I'm correct. But I had a Springfield license, right? Okay. And I bought my car in Springfield also. So I'm so new to California that I still have that license. And there was this one cop, I don't know her name, but she would 
She was notorious for telling people, come on now, you've lived out here long enough. It's time for you to get your license. Like she did the beat in Hollywood. Really? And pulled over everybody. And everybody. all actors from all over the country right. who, never, who never updated their license. Right, and she's like, you've lived here long enough, Donald. It's time to get you a new license. <laughs> but like she was notorious in Hollywood. So when, she, when I handed her my license, I was like, here we go. Here we go. And she said it, and I was like, <laughs> anyway. Um, I had to pay for the car that this lady hit. What? Because oh, for some reason I thought I don't need to get insurance on it because uh, that was like an extra, uh, however, bro- uh, amount a month. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. How much did it cost? It was something like it was a Volvo too, so something like Oof. twenty-five grand or some shit like that. Wait, twenty-five thousand dollars? Yeah, something like that. And I had to pay for it. I think we bought it down to, we got it down to fourteen grand. Wow. Oh and I remember God. I was doing the television show at the time, and it was the whole check. Like, literally the whole check. Oh, no. It was like, you know, because, first of all, a lot of people don't know this, but when you start a television show and you don't really have that many credits, mm. they don't pay you that much money. Mm-hmm. You're... And they didn't pay me that much for Clueless uh, for the whole run. And I remember thinking, damn, the whole check? And uh, I only get 22 of these a freaking season, you know? And I paid for the car. Wow. wow, that's a big hit. No pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended, indeed. <laughs> now oh, look at the cute farmer's market. Yeah. Oh, people. I was at a farmer's market earlier this morning. Aww. I remember opening the trunk because that was the only thing. Like, the trunk was so broken that all you had to do was just lift it up. Oh, and all my paintball, like, I had owned paintball guns and everything. Oh, that was and, one of your phases. Yeah. And everything <laughs> was intact still. And I was like, nice. Oh, God. I remember you went through a mega paintball phase. Yeah, I've I've gone through several paintball phases where it was like mm. what I like. We all should do t- a fake doctor's real friends paintball. Oh my dude, gosh, dude. you are talking my language. You know when people go to a ski lounge and they just get the coffee. That and would be the you. Co- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get my sparkling water and hit an observation deck and watch yeah, you guys Joelle, fight something, it out. Something tells me you got Joelle. the eye though. Something tells me you're gonna be like popping people. I'm, from I'm the, a really good shot. There you if go. If we go to a shooting range, like shoot an actual gun, that's fine. I don't need welts from being. Joelle, you could post up on like a lookout tower and just pick people off. Okay, you know what? If I could be a sniper in a paintball game, then yes. Okay. Actually, very, that's very That's how easy I play to Call do. of Duty. Hell <laughs> yes. Find the highest ground and shoot from there. Shoot from Yo, my paintball it. phase was so big that at one point, me and my boy Dion Richmond, mm-hmm. Bud from the Cosby Show, were invited, to, were invited <laughs> to join a team. No and way. We were, yeah. That's we were, awesome. And, and, it got when it, when we realized we weren't gonna do it when they were like so we have practice and we were like whoa 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 oh, we can't do that <laughs> Hold on, there's no. such a thing as oh you're talking, you're talking about practice oh absolutely you talking about practice but it wasn't just us like be real from Cypress Hill him and what? him what? and him and him and the whole gang they I think they were like the Soul Assassins or something like okay. that yeah. wow. and they were and they were freaking paint that was their paintball team that's cool. I played paintball with Will Smith. Because what? of it, like, wow, yeah, really? dude, yeah, oh, God. Look, here's the crazy shit. Why did you only play with famous black people? Well, that sounds like the best way to that, I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's just that when you start playing paintball, you start getting invited. People hear about right. this and start inviting you out. There you go. So Will Smith plays paintball, and we were like, I remember all of us were like, yo, we going to play with Will? Oh, shit. We going to fuck Will up. We're going to fuck him up, like, singing songs about how we were going to destroy Will Smith. Yeah, right. Oh right? my God. He's, he's like, this is bad. Dude, he's just like the characters in the movie. No? He's probably super competitive. He's jumping over barrels and oh shit, doing gosh. rolls and stuff. 
busting shots. Like, it literally it. looked like it was the movie. I My experience it. with paintball is like, if you go there and rent one of their guns, yeah. you're done oh, for yeah, so that's bad. A because the people who you're playing with, like Donald, they're all kitted out yeah. with the latest yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was just getting destroyed because yeah. people were so into it. I was playing yeah. with people like you're saying Will Smith mm-hmm. and you, apparently. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I remember <laughs> seeing that. I remember seeing that and being like, holy cow. This dude is just like he is in the movies. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> like, I really want to. That would be a fun thing to do together. Joel, you can post up. It's just right. really hot right now. Yeah, that's it the is only very thing. Hot. And you got to put on all the clothing and to make sure you're not getting well So you don't get well all over. Does it really hurt that bad? Fuck yeah. It, yes. it hurts. Have you ever been hit with like an air gun or anything? I have scars on my body. I just got bit by a Rottweiler. Okay. I know pain. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Right, okay. It can't hurt worse than that. <laughs> I have scars on my body from move. paintball shots 20 years ago. Let's put it that way. Damn, really? Yeah. Were people using like frozen paintballs or some shit? No, just some of it was close range. A lot of, you know what I mean? Frozen? Okay. What's that? That's that's, that's, a, that's a very illegal thing that people do, which is really dangerous, is they'll freeze their paintballs because they hurt a lot more, but they also travel a lot better and they don't clog that's your gun. That's so f- messed it's up. So it's so fucked up. It's very messed up. I thought it was harder for it to travel because the paint's frozen on one side and then the other side isn't. Oh, so interesting. It I mean, maybe it's just for preservation purposes. Have you so seen this new like water it. gun thing that has little water um, pellets? No. What? There's some fun. hybrid water gun thing that's like the new craze. I I, I, I don't even think they're available because they're sold out, but it's like uh-huh. it's like paintballs, but they're little uh-huh. and they're filled with water. Okay. And so you can like blast your friends. I don't think they... I don't think they they don't hurt for kids. So I don't think that they hurt. Okay. Like like a like a paintball. Gun. Right. Paintball's okay. fun though. I love that. I am. My mom would not when my prime paintball phase. My mom was like, "You're not getting a paintball gun." She's like, "When you're 18, then you can buy your own paintball gun." <laughs> and of oh, course, man. at that point, I was in college and had no money and was like, "Well, I can't spend fucking five hundred dollars on a paintball Dude, gun." When I was a kid. Yeah, for a good one. I mean, if you want to get gas, you want to get the hopper, gas. all the things that you need the for air, it. To, yeah. To, yeah, the CO2 to make it actually. Pew, pew, pew. They see the CO2 wow. or, or now. Can you have an night, automatic? It was one? like whatever yeah. you used to. Yeah. You, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh hell no. And you're allowed to play with people that don't have that. It's messed up. You originally weren't, and then. All of a sudden, people's hands got so much faster what than they the ma- automatic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what they made is they made this this special two finger triggers that has what's called ramping on it, and if it just senses that you're starting to pull the trigger really fast, it just changes to automatic. It's it's like it's crazy. Crazy. yeah, exactly. and your hopper action. fills fits something like sixty. Freaking, uh, and then, or you could get the kind that fits like two hundred. Yeah, exactly. The two hundred hoppers. Those are the real ones. Yeah, those are the bad um, ones. We're driving um, through Laurel Canyon Boulevard, mm. and uh, which is. Um, most one of the most beautiful parts of LA, I think. And Donald, you used to live around the corner from here. I did, and I saw that house. And this is where we used to come over and play poker at your house. This is where we used and to. And Donald do that. was a bachelor, and he had the most baller house. He had an arcade. He had a theater. Wow. He had he in the in the living room there was just a poker table with arcade games. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's and awesome. Casey moved, and he had his all his all his Star Wars um, animation stuff set up in the dining room, yeah. right, Donald? Yeah. And Casey moved in. And she's like, okay. This is gonna we get need, taken down. We need down. to talk. <laughs> and we're taking this. It was down. the ultimate bachelor pad. Like it was the, oh, the whole house was a man cave. That sounds awesome. Sounds yep. magical. Yep, I remember. I I still love the canyon, man. If yeah. if yeah, great. Casey would have said, "Let's move back," it would be the happiest day of my life. <laughs> yeah. It's a special place, special place in my heart, and um, one of our favorite restaurants. Um, we're gonna be passing soon. Called Pache. Pache. It's the only restaurant in Laurel Canyon, um, and you'd think, what are the odds that it was a really good restaurant? But it's this very rustic Italian restaurant oh, that's really fun. good food. You guys have never been there? Uh, mm-hmm. I drive past it all the time. I'll, I'll but point it out been. to you. It's amazing. 
You know, um, on a serious note, I've been reading, um, just started Amanda Klutz's book. Oh. Amanda Klutz has a book coming out. Oh, wow. She wrote right. about her story, about the insanity of what happened to Nick. Yeah. Oh, man. It's called Live Your Life um, for you listeners if you want to get it. It's on pre-order now. And I got to say, I was prepared to read the book and just, just, I was not expecting anything. But Amanda's a really good writer. That's awesome. And she kept such... She and her sister kept such journals and, of course, mm. all of her communication with all her friends and family. Yeah. And it had me, like, crying yesterday. It's Aww. so wow. beautifully told and so emotional. And it's just so insane when you think, when you look back at the story, you know? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's you, you just kind of get used to it. Life goes on. But yeah. in her retelling of the story, it's just so powerful. And it all takes place here um, in, um, oh, in Laurel Canyon. So this is the canyon store right here. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. And I guess they're they're doing a wrap. There's a, no, there's a thing like a there's a bake off or something. Okay. Is is this where Pache is? Yeah. yeah so right this here. is the there canyon is. store, and then underneath, right there, is Pache. Oh. Right and it's really I really good. Amazing. Past the cafe, I was but I did say. not know there was a restaurant underneath. Yeah, there. I've seen that yeah. a bunch of times. Never been. It's really, really beautiful uh, food. Delicious food. And um, that used to be the go-to pizza. You wouldn't radiating. order from really? like you wouldn't order from any of the other pizza restaurants. You'd order from there. Okay. okay. And like when you moved, when I moved out of the canyon and had to get pizza from like other pizza oh. restaurants, nothing compares. There was wow. something yeah. that was just it's so really good. good. Like the crust was just right on point. Yeah, I think it's the best pizza in LA. Mm. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, it's not, right. not not like it's not like you know it's not like New York street pizza or like sure, Domino's. Sure. It's like if you like like that. That rustic is like a wood fire pizza. Yes, yes. yeah. Okay, cool, okay. great. I've been trying a lot more wood fire pizza, so I'm very. You interested. You should definitely take your gal there on a date. It's so romantic, brother. I will. That's and not only not only that, not only that, they have a special pizza. Like first of all, the whole menu is just We're ridiculously like healthy. Pache, yeah. no, that's fine. They deserve it. First of all, the menu is all healthy. Like there's mostly nice. healthy foods on great. there, right? But then every month they have a specialty pizza, and I remember one month it was truffles. And that pizza uh -oh. costs like a hundred dollars. You bought a hundred dollar pizza. Yeah, it was delicious. I love truffles. <laughs> it was delicious. You know what my restaurant tour friend told me about truffles? Hmm. He said that people pay all this money for the truffles, mm. but that's not really what they want. What they want is the truffle oil. Yeah, yeah. Oil. truffle exactly. oil costs nothing. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> no, but bro, if you're paying a hundred bucks, but with sliced truffles, if on you top. pay a hundred bucks, they're slicing the truffle. And he says it's the biggest scam in the world because yeah. people go, "Ooh, we're getting the, we're gonna spoil ourselves to get the truffle." Because mm -hmm. that's not even the taste that you like. No. The taste you like is the oil, which mm -hmm. costs nothing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yep. There you go. I've given Good you all a hot know. tip. Buy more it. truffle. Oil. I got another I hot tip for the fans. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Shadow Hollywood, but. All right, listen, y'all. This has nothing to do with driving around LA in a car, but I got a good another tip for I'm you. I'm excited. Let's hear it. Okay. Do if you have a house mm -hmm. and there's birds shitting all over your deck or uh -oh. your porch or your yard, and you're like so frustrated that it's covered with bird poop, I got you. Oh, okay. Okay. do you want to come clean it up? No, <laughs> I will come. Email Joel your address. Oh God! And I will come with a power washer. No, you go on the interwebs, and you buy a yellow-tailed hawk decoy. Aha. Do not get the owl that you not sometimes see, because birds know that owls are nocturnal, and they don't give a crap. No pun intended. Wow. You get a yellow-tailed yellow hawk decoy. Wow. <laughs> and you put it out there. You got to put little weights in it, because otherwise the wind blows it over. That's I've nice. done the testing for you. <laughs> okay, fill it up with some old coins. There you go. 
pulled up some old. The bird, the bird that's very stops. That's the bird, very no, you can put pennies, okay? This this hawk probably costs fifteen bucks on Amazon. You're gonna fill it with some pennies. Bam! Birds are like, "F that! I'm not going near." There's a friggin' hawk there. You wow. think I'm gonna sit there and poop? Wow! Solves it like that. Wow! Okay. That is your pro tip from Zach Raff about the getting rid more of more you know. I can't believe it works. Yeah, Dan, I'll put in a little dun 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 dun. Yeah, I got you. Well, we can't afford that. We can use dun 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 dun. We can use dun 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 dun. Yeah, dun 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 dun. We've done it a bunch of times already. If we can, then we're going to get in trouble. NBC has not called us yet. Nope, we're good. I wish we could put on some music in the Tucson, but we can't. We don't have rights to it, so maybe we should just like... Oh, man. Oh, my God. Why can't you get in on that? I could get on that. Did you learn the melody from the song I wrote for you for Casey's entrance music? No. Jerk. Sorry. You gotta put that down though. I need you to put it you down. Need if to, you don't put it down, I'm gonna put it down. Why don't you call up? I can't sing like you. Uh, why don't you call up freaking Charlie Poof? No. Okay. <laughs> no. I think we I think we um we um probably used our one favor with Charlie Poof. Charlie's like, y'all motherfuckers got the hottest freaking uh podcast opening song in the history of podcast yeah, right. opening songs. You want what from me? Yeah. <laughs> you want what now? Charlie's got another song on the radio I heard that was really good. It's Charlie Poof. Huge. Yeah, but he had a new single I was bopping to. And nice. Sometimes I put on just like hits one on Sirius. Okay. And you get all that Olivia Rodrigo. Mm. Yeah. She's mm. all over the place. Too. Mm. Dua Lipa. Mm. She's all over the place too. Mm. We you know, know the like The baby <laughs> saved her. I'm sorry because she, she, she did her music. Dude, her music what? was her music was straight. Euro uh, club <laughs> scene type stuff. Do a leap with the baby. And then baby gets on it, and now all of a sudden she got urban hits. In my opinion, Daniel, I know you like that shit, but that shit was straight up freaking marshmallow DJ in that shit. Yeah, yeah I marshmallow mean, oh Daniel, I know you like that shit, marshmallow <laughs> DJ. <laughs> all right, so we're pulling into um, the Hollywood area now. Temple Israel, here we are. Is um, this the school Temple Israel? Yeah, it's Temple Israel Hollywood right here. Temple Holy Israel Hollywood. There. My, wow. sister, my sister went there. Synagogue. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Donald, tell us about your. We're, we're kind of. Um, so when I first moved to Los Angeles, they, you know, people asked me where do you want to live, and I said I want to live in Hollywood because I thought Hollywood was where mm-hmm. all the stars lived. Right. I learned they really don't. quick. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> they do not live here. If you're dude. a star. You can afford to not live. Live in Hollywood. In Hollywood. Hollywood. Get the billboard for the show I've been telling you all to watch. Bo Burnham's inside. Oh, inside. Yeah. Nice. I sent you that video. Did you watch it? I did not. Oh my God. You're the worst <laughs> friend I have. I'm not the worst friend you have. What kind of friend are you if I send you a YouTube link and you don't click the link? Why are we friends? What was I'm the sorry. video? I need new friends though. I click should on be the link. purged, please. What was Listen, the video? I have offended my brother Zachary. Oh if you're a I should be purged. If you're, Put me in jail. If you're a listener and you are willing to click on links that I send you that are funny, will you please email Joel because I need new friends. Everybody just flooded Joel's email. Yeah. <laughs> you just flooded There are emails. already many uh, people trying to take you up on that. Oh, offer. I had people slide in my DMs like, yo, bro, I watched solos. It was awesome. Can I be your friend? Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, calm down, everybody. Calm down. Okay. <laughs> or then I reposted Josh Radin because um, he uh, posted on Instagram and they're like, at least one of your friends watched oh. Damn. Uh, I'm getting tagged in a lot of things. Yeah, about you should. I want to put that episode out I'm early so I can be like, we watched it. Everybody chill. <laughs> Everyone. 
Um, no, we didn't. You did. Uh, okay. <laughs> so one of my I once first... went to that gym for one time. Yeah, oh, that's one the Hollywood Gold gym one you time. went to. One no, no, not that's not that's, no, that's not, not a goal. That's the one on that's the one on Coanga. Oh, okay, all right. I don't know. I went there once. So I learned really quickly, very early, that you know stars don't live here, and that this is actually the hood. And well, I don't know if it's the hood. It's this just is, a rougher part of town. This, my man, there was a... Sh- I had... It was me, <laughs> Tara Reed, uh, Damon from the Mickey Mouse Club. I mean, this shot of the Los Angeles Public Library isn't yeah. very good. Right? Right. It's not great, but, you know. This is exactly where I live. Oh, my God. Look at this. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, me, Damon, Tara Reed, and a couple of other people... We're in my apartment, which is right here. Right, let's pull up. We're going to wow. pull up. Maybe pull in front of this fire. Here it is right here. 1420 North Detroit. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Up. Look at these balconies, though. That, was, nice. that one right there with all those flowers, that yeah. was my balcony. No oh, way. Hey. There's a hot tub right there also. Um, you told us before once on the podcast, but you used to have, like, bashes here, right? You used to throw a lot of parties? So I threw one huge party here. And then the land- But the landlord... But the, the, landlord- the dude above me... I made sure I went around and invited everybody in the building to the party, and most of them came. The landlord came, who lived up there, like, pretty much everybody came through. The dude that lived above me, I was warned about. They were like, listen, he's kind of a dick. So, you know, he'll say, yeah, I'm cool with it, and then he'll call the police on you. He's that type of person. So I made sure to invite him to the party. I was like, why don't you come through? He was like, I'd love to. Thank you. We throw the party. He comes knocking on the door, and he's like, Donald, it is too loud. I was like, wait a second. You, I told you. Why don't you come through? You, I, you know, I invited you to the thing. Why don't you just come and have fun? And, like, pe- there were a lot of people at the party. Like, I invited everybody from Sabrina the Teenage Witch because we were all on the same lot. They showed up. I invited everybody from Moesha because we were on the same lot. They showed up. A party. Yeah, it was a real, it was like one of those things where I was like, yo, dude, I got, it is Target rich in Hollywood (laughs) right now, dude. Like they say the the stars don't live here. Well, they up in this month right now. (laughs) (laughs) It was on fire, right? And he goes, it's too loud. I I want you to shut it down. You're like, I got Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I'm like, Melissa Joan Hart is sitting right there, dude. What you doing? Was Brandy in the house? No, Brandy didn't come through, but Lamont Bentley, God rest his soul. One of my dudes, uh, he came through. He always came through. Like, he would would come and hang out all the time because we filmed on the Paramount lot. So Mm -hmm. a lot of the people that did, you know, if you were an extra on the show or, you know, if you were, or if you were on other shows, you would come through to my house to hang out because I was so close and I was a cool dude, right? And when he kicked, he, I had, I first tried to do this. I was like, everybody, let's just keep it down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that doesn't work. (laughs) That's funny. And that didn't work. This is the kind of complex where if they're not down, they're going to be pissed because you're all right on top of each other. You're all right on top of each other. And so, and I remember I, Chris Kilmore, the DJ for Incubus, was supposed oh, to DJ. Shit. This is before he was a DJ. Like, he was a... Dude, I'm going to keep it 100, Chris, and you know this. I love you. But when he first started, he was the worst DJ <laughs> ever. Like, he couldn't, he couldn't find the beat to save his oh, life. Oh, no. And I used to go over to his house, and he, he used to hang out with this girl, Asha, who was an actress also. But... And so we... we that's who I used to run with, right? And I was like, you DJ the party. And he was like... I, I was like, I don't, I don't got that much money. I could pay you 50 bucks. He shows up after the dude tells me to keep it down. And, oh. and it's like, I want you to kick everybody out. 
He comes in with his big fucking <laughs> speakers and everything like that, ready to, like, he's so late. And I'm like, dude, you are like two and a half hours late, Chris. He's like, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. And I was like, well, I don't give a fuck. You might as well just DJ. Yeah, go for, for it. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you're probably wasted by that right. point. You might as well just DJ for a little bit, and then I'll take the mail tomorrow. It reminds me of your <laughs> wedding when the, we had at my house. I don't know if I told this story or not, but I went around all the close neighbors. Did I tell you guys the story? I, gave I think you did. I gave him gift baskets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wrote very yeah. sweet notes, and this lady put it in my mailbox. Staple. On the other side of the sweet note I had written, she flipped it over, had written in block handwriting, I will be calling the police the second I am disturbed. And then she stapled the local noise ordinance rules to oh. the piece of paper and oh put it back God. in my mailbox. What a jerk. She was I don't understand how you can't like suspend your comfortableness for like And then by the way, a night? This woman, they came to set up a tent for Donald's wedding. She called the police on them hitting the fucking stakes into the ground. Ma'am, for the tent. Yeah, ma'am, the, the police are not your personal security force. Like, calm down. That's just like a waste of waste of taxpayer I know, to dollars. The cops right got to come out to to up to, to to a complaint about hammering a stake in the ground. I miss this place, man. We used to have. There was another dude that lived here who worked in like in that uh, brothers arm, whatever that World War Two movie. I mean, Band World of War Band of Brothers. Brothers. Hell yeah, he was on that. That was his. He hadn't done it yet, but and so. He was just starting to, he moved to Hollywood the same reason, way I did. And uh, several years, a couple, few years later, Band of Brothers came out and he was one of the leads on it. Well, let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago. And I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text. And it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to 
test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. All right, so now we're going to go to my... The first place I stayed when I was in Los Angeles. Now, you stayed here. Now, what was your deal? You moved here. I remember you moving here with a girl. Is that Yeah, let me cor- tell you the okay. story. Um, I went to Sundance for the very first time, and I, like, fell madly in love with a woman that I met at Sundance. Oh. And she was the prettiest woman I'd ever met and she at the time and she was just so cool and it was so exciting. What did she do for a living? She worked on the Disney lot for a producer. Okay. And I didn't have a car. I didn't have a dime. Mm. So I was in a movie at my first uh, great part called Gain and Know You uh, with Michael Weston and Heather Matarazzo and we went to Sundance which was a big deal. And while there I met this woman and she was just I was just like drop jawed and we really hit it off, but she was here and I was in New York and we were going to try and do the long distance thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, um, so she lived in this house with two other guys. One was an actor and one eventually became a very successful agent, but they were like, you know, all roommates in this mm-hmm. duplex. And, um, and it was really I, I came out here with with no money. It was really stressful because I just didn't. I, I wanted to I wanted to like impress her and have her stay interested in me, but I just had no money. I had didn't have a car. I didn't have a cell phone. This was like right at the beginning of cell phones, and I certainly couldn't afford one. And so I and she was like living in the small back room. Like I think this one day was probably like the maid's quarters back in the day of the house. It was like I swear to you, it was 
She was in Benson's quarters? She was in Benson's quarters. It was like <laughs> her bedroom, I'm not exaggerating, her bedroom was basically the size of a king-size bed. Oh, no. And she had like a double bed in there. Oh, wow. God. Oh, my God. Okay. And we crammed in there. I had nowhere to put my stuff, so I would like... And I, didn't, I was so worried that the, the, her fellow roommates would be mad because I was, like, there without, without paying any rent. Sure. And they certainly were not too into it um, at all. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been married. Understood. I don't know if you've ever been in that position. But, like, I was trying to hide where my clothes were. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember one of the roommates came in. He was actually paying rent. And he was like, yeah, um, that spot where you're keeping your clothes. And I was like, yeah. He goes... Yeah, my girlfriend's going to need to have that spot for her clothes. Oh, boy. And I was like, oh, okay. So I pulled all my clothes out of that one little spot. I, that oh, one little no. nook I found. And then all of a sudden, the next day, all her clothes were... She took my nook. She oh, took no. My, she took, took the nook. Damn, she girl, took my come clo- on. She took, took the my, nook. She took my clothes nook. That <laughs> dude. That dude's kind of a bitch, though, for saying that shit to Well, you. but I mean, putting yourself in his position, he was paying the most rent, I'm sure, because he had the nicest room. And here I am, this guy. I'm using his house. I'm using his kitchen i'm you know i'm in his space and i'm not paying any rent yeah but neither was his girl i know but he probably justified like yeah but i don't care i'm paying rent you're not i don't know anyway he's a nice guy but (laughs) i'm sure he is a nice guy but that was a that was a bitch move i remember him telling me like one time this is the kind of guy he was he is a lovely guy actually but but i think his tensions for having me in the house were growing Mm. and he opened the fridge and i was in the kitchen he goes who is putting Low traffic items in the high traffic spot of the refrigerator. What? And I was like, what? He's like, there is no need for this mayonnaise to be at the forefront in the middle shelf. Sir, that's way It excessive. is not used often. It needs to go in the back like that You level. said this dude's a lovely absolutely. man? Absolutely. <laughs> I was going to say, absolutely. Lovely man, I would be like, well, you can fix that yourself. Right. I have the energy. Also, I think out. a few times, like, I didn't know where to poop because I didn't want to poop in her bathroom, right? Because mm. then you're embarrassed that you stunk it up. Right. So then I would, <laughs> when those guys weren't in, I would uh, go and poop in their bathroom. Yes. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But they, but they didn't have the toilet brushes? And what? sometimes I'd leave a few streaks. <laughs> and I remember her call, my, so my girlfriend calls me. She's like, hey, we have to talk about something. And I'm like, oh, you never no. want to hear that. She's like, um, some of the guys are saying that you're streaking up their bowl. <laughs> oh, my, my God. God. <laughs> yeah. You might as well just sit in bathroom. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. Yeah, buddy. Oh, no. That's Tension, anxiety. Oh, I, I, ever since oh, then, I always make sure that there's a toilet brush ready in case streaks occur. <laughs> we are about to pass yeah, the to. many a night. That's human. When drunk out of my mind before I got home. Pinks? Oh, my God. Pinks, pinks hot dogs. Mm. I always wondered who's, who's lining up for pinks. Oh, I've never had a pinks You've never had a pinks hot dog. They're delicious. Mm. They do a number on your mm. stomach, too. But, yeah. yeah. I like going well, to the Golden Apple comic book store. I'm there you go. Yeah, I used that to go there, too. Hot. So if you're not from L.A., uh, this is a very popular tourist location, which yes. was closed for COVID, but now it's clearly back open. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're open, open. It's Pink's Hot Dogs. Mm-hmm. People line up. This line is, like, very long. To get I didn't know the hot dogs were huffy. So one time Pink's Hot Dog did a thing on Scrubs, and they let me have a bunch of, like, it was something like <laughs> more than I could possibly use before they would perish. And I 
I remember being like, dude, I got Pink's hot dogs for days because I used to love this place. <laughs> and the people that came to set remembered me. See, oh, so check this out. Oh, Lead cool. vehicle is driving away. So oh, wow. Oh, it tells you. Oh, let's my you God. That, that, that in case you weren't paying attention. Yeah, it's like, hey, go, mother. And also, look at that. It, it lets you know. It, it calculates your attention level. And it's telling, it's telling Donald that his attention level is high and it has a little icon it's of a, a coffee, coffee cup. cup. <laughs> That's so funny. Crazy, I wonder what man. it looks like when you're not paying attention. I know, what's, right? what's the drink what's the icon know. for you're not Look paying attention? Look away from the no, road. Yeah, exactly. I have no idea. <laughs> it's a, a I have yet to experience that one because I am a very good driver, Zach Braff. I, I, I can see that. But it also, this is also cool. Uh, the Tucson tells you when your last break from driving was. That's oh. wild. So it, Donald, we've stopped for at, outside his apartment, so it says it's been six minutes since his last break. That's Damn. wild. That's really, that's wow. Okay. A lot of attention to safety. We like that. Are you going to want to get in the left lane? Yes. Oh, look at the camera comes up, you guys. Amazing. Ooh. See? So Donald Amazing. won't hurt us. <laughs> I would like it if the Tucson told us it's been six minutes. hands are cold. <laughs> I would like it if the Tucson told us it's been six minutes since you last groped your friend. Oh, no, 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 no. It's so cold. And then there's like an icon of like a sad face that comes up. Oh. You haven't rubbed your friend. Mm. <laughs> mm. All right. All right, so um, so I come out here, and um, she lived, fortunately, next to a Ralph's that we're going to pass. If you're not yep. from L.A., Ralph's is a very popular uh, supermarket. And way before Subway had the $5 footlong, Ralph's sold a giant sub that you can have made, and it would cost 5 bucks. And I couldn't believe this. It was too good to be true, because I knew for 5 bucks I could have lunch and dinner. Yes. Goddamn. And um, and that's how I would eat because I just I didn't have a I didn't have a job. And just cold cuts all day long. Well, yeah, cold cuts for lunch, cold cuts for dinner. Mm. What would you do but for the breakfast? Relationship, I just skip breakfast. Cold cuts, right. coffee. Oh, okay. Coffee. <laughs> yes. cold. cold cuts. We and that is why night. your poo was streaky, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> cold cuts <laughs> and coffee. Yeah, cold cuts and coffee. It's not a good combination. <laughs> streaks. Oh, <laughs> God damn. Um, yeah, you're right. Okay, so what happened? So it started, relationships started to get really stressful because um, I, hold on, yeah, left second, you're going to make here. a left here on a second. Oh my God, I really, I'm going to get emotional. I have not been back here in, in um, since like 2000. Wow. wow. 21 years. Welcome back. And it's in the same city. That's how big LA is, by the way. Yes. You cannot go by and buy. Well, a you guys broke up too, though, right? So that. So yeah. So I'll, I'll. So so basically, I I couldn't operate. You can't operate in LA without a car. This was before Uber. Obviously, mm. now with Uber, mm. you can. Mm. But it's very hard to operate. It was very hard to operate. Um, and so what I would do is I would get up in the morning and I would drive her to work. She worked on the Disney lot, which we're going to end uh, with because that's where you and I had some of our final auditions for Scrubs. Mm. So. I would get up, drive her to work, right? And then I'd have the car to go on an audition or to, you know, do a couple things. But with LA traffic, I didn't have that much time before I had to pick her up at five. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I certainly couldn't be late you know, to pick her up three. because she would scream at me. So I had to <laughs> I had to calculate the day right because if I was gonna have two auditions and then like shower and like, you know, do a handful, maybe maybe work out, mm -hmm. I I, I had to like then head back to the valley to go yeah. to the Disney yeah. lot. A couple more blocks will be. Yeah, there, right? I think it's the next block. Um, also, there's a big Orthodox um, Jewish community over mm -hmm. here um, because they, a lot of the Orthodox Jews live here because they can on the Sabbath when they don't drive they can walk to their synagogues. Yeah. 
It's a beautiful neighborhood. This is like almost Hancock Park. It's a big difference between my first experience here and your first experience. Well, again, yeah, yeah, I, I... but you sound like you had a smidgen more fun than I did. It's, yeah, it does sound <laughs> I was like doing CPR to a relationship. Right. It sounds like you were heartbroken. So anyway, the relationship started getting really stressful because she was never pleased with me. And I didn't have any money. And we would like drive by a billboard for something exciting. And she'd be like, oh, I want to go see that. And I was just thinking like, what I am I supposed to that. say here? Like, yeah. I, I can't take you to that. I can't afford. And I, I started getting really insecure because... You know, she was she was sort of increasing her resentment of me because I couldn't do things. I, and I, I said the honest thing was like, if you want to do that, you can pay for us to do that. But I, I can't, and I'm so sorry I can't do that for you. But I, and she would kind of just roll her eyes, and um, it was really tricky. And I started. This is when I started. I've never really spoken about this, but I started getting panic attacks. Oh shit! Have you ever had a panic attack? They're the worst, man. Well, you've had one. Yeah, like the time we have to be on the floor <laughs> and just deep breathing. It is the scariest thing. It's ever. like you're falling on a roller coaster, right? No, for me, it's imagine your lungs tighten up and you just can't get air in them, and then you're then so your your human self that your adrenaline spikes because you think you're dying. Mm-hmm. And then you start this loop in your head, like, I had to call an ambulance. I can't breathe. My lungs aren't working. My, oh, God. And then that makes you full on panic. More and more. then it just circles and circles. And you think you're dying. Yeah. And especially the first time it happens, you if it's never happened to you before, you just can't get air into your lungs. And you think you gotta call an ambulance, you gotta call an ambulance, you're dying, what's happening, what's happening? It's so freaking scary. And that started happening because of my my anxiety of being in this relationship. relationship. And I'm not putting it all on, on the woman. She, it's right. not all her responsibility. I was I was equally... you were, but you were broke in Hollywood, man, and you came out here because of her mm. thinking that 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 would save the relationship yeah and and it didn't because when i got out here the pressures were so strong and i remember i was really homesick and i was calling um I would did call, you move back to jersey after that no so i was out here and i would call on the land i would call on her landline again i didn't have a cell yet and she had a cell i remember and it was sort of like it was a time when it was kind of fancy to have a cell mm. and um and um she would give it to me during the day, but I didn't want to use it because it was expensive. Mm-hmm. But I would call my family and friends on her landline. And I remember she got her landline long distance bill. And she was like, what is this? And I think it was like a hundred bucks or something. And I was like, oh, I just, you know, I'm a bit homesick, just checking in with people. She's like, well, you know, that's a lot of money. You should, you should reimburse me for this. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I, I, so I remember I was giving her the money for the landline usage. How were you paying her for that when you had no money? I turned tricks. As you should. Oh my god! I also never talked about this, but I, yeah, I charged at the Ralphs around the corner. It is a I charged five bucks a handy. A um, so, um, so then what happened after that? How did you? So, so we ended the relationship. Obviously, it was just it was it was not healthy for either one of us. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I moved in with Michael Weston. Um, and I got it. Okay, I got so a job. you guys did the movie together. Yeah, Michael Weston and I uh, did the movie together. Um, and then I, I called an old friend who was... Berlanti. No, I didn't know Berlanti yet. <laughs> you did I, know Berlanti. You guys worked in college together. Right. I knew him as an acquaintance in college, but it wasn't until Broken Hearts Club, where the audition where we got reacquainted and mm-hmm. um, we became friendly again. Got it. But So what happened, the next place we're going to go to is um, where I waited tables. I called an old friend. I had never waited on a table in my life. 
but I knew there was a hot, there was a very hot restaurant in town called Le Colonial. It was a French Vietnamese restaurant. And I just happened to know a friend of my old friend of mine was the manager. And I called her and I said, look, I need your help. I have never waited on a table. And I know this is a very fancy restaurant, but I'm a bit destitute. I really need a job. Please help me. And she did. She brought me on. She said, you're going to have to fake it till you make it. Because I didn't know anything. I didn't know how to use the computers. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything. And she, this woman, really saved me. And I got a job at the restaurant. And, um, and that's when things changed a bit. That's a good movie right there in itself, too, though. You know what I mean? Like, that's like Swingers, kind of, where, you know, you come... But every, everybody's story is very familiar to Swingers. That was what made that movie so amazing. Mm -hmm. But it's like you move out to Hollywood to become something that you dream about and they don't tell you about the crazy stuff that goes on before that all happens they don't mm -hmm. tell you about being broke and living in your girlfriend's house with two dickheads who want you out you know what i mean they don't tell you about a landlord or a fucking neighbor who uh just wants to make your life a living hell they don't tell you about no dough and how it's really hard to eat out here when you don't have money and there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, you know, for me, it was for me, it was clueless for you. It was your friend that worked at that was a manager at a oh, restaurant. This woman, you know? I'll never forget her. She saved me and she um, she put me on. And if you all remember the opening scene of, of Garden State or the opening mm -hmm. sequence where I'm working in a French Vietnamese restaurant, mm -hmm. it was all based on this real life experience. Oh, so you already did put it in the movie. Um, yeah. But um, it was a very hard time because I, I, I had never, I was dealing with the, when you start having panic attacks, it's, it's like, you're like, is this going to be a part of my life? Like, how do right. I get this under control? And I really had to start seeing a therapist to, to, to start tackling it because basically my anxiety kind of, it's kind of like the dam breaks and your anxiety reaches a point for some people. I'm one of them where you, uh, it's like the dam broke. Like mm. panic attacks are 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 a possibility now. They're right. Like if, right, if, right. That, if, if you if is you dip into if you that, dip into red, that's, that's yeah. all you need is that little bit of a, a little bit of a panic, like one panic attack, and then you'll have them for the rest of your life. That's how it goes. Well, no, you just first of all you know how to prevent it from happening. Right. You also know how to handle it when it does happen. Mm -hmm. um, you gain a whole tool chest that you didn't have. Right. But it's like if you think about a, a car needle going into red. All of a sudden, it's like you break through and, there, and you realize that that is a possibility, that that can happen mm -hmm. to you. And so yeah. you need to manage it just like your car manages changing gears. Mm. Right, Joelle? I mean, you must yeah. have some experience with this. Yeah, it would happen to me when I, I was very broke and I very similarly like came out here also with $5,000, which is strange. That's um, interesting. Wow. Yes, yeah, so it was what was left over from. By the way, for loans. those of you listening, don't try to move to LA with five grand now. No, no, no. This is two thousand. <laughs> no, I came out here twenty fourteen, and I it was gone in like six months. Oh, <laughs> you, you lasted six months Stressful. with this shit. I didn't last that long. <laughs> it was very, it was very chaotic and horrible, and I was broke, but fortunate enough to work in an industry that was constantly shipping me around the world to cover different events. But it was like my first time oh, being yeah. out on my own, and it was a lot of new things. But also when I landed, I didn't have any money. So I was like, where are you feeding the journalists? Like, we have yeah. bagels here. I will eat four bagels and that will be like breakfast and lunch. And then we'll figure out dinner later. Wow. Was, and so, yeah, when I was at uh, TIFF, which is Toronto International Film Festival, I, I had been having like small panic attacks where it's like, okay, I can, I can just really breathe and work on it and get through it. 
but I had overbooked myself and I was doing red carpets for like the second time in my life. And those are very stressful as a journalist. And, uh, I had a panic attack so bad. I had to, like, I, I didn't know where I was or how I was going to get back to my place. And I didn't have any money. And I was like, couldn't inhale. And luckily my friend was like, well, my hotel's like two blocks away. Can you make it? And I was like, just get me there. We'll find out what happens. We got there. I just laid on the floor and I just curled him into the fetal position. And luckily she has some other things. So can she give me a clonopin or something? And that just, it knocked me out. Mm. It was so bad. Like they are, I wouldn't wish panic attacks on my worst enemy. They just come out of nowhere and they're so debilitating. Mm. But Zach's right. Like once you get your toolkit in order and you know, like, okay, it's happening. I know how to work through it. And you also know you're not going to die. Once, once you have, once your brain goes, no, you won't die from this. Like calm down. Um, but the first time it happened, I remember I was in a theater mm. and I was sitting next to, oh, this is crazy. But I was sitting next to my acting professor, uh, the, uh, David Downs, and I was take, I had taken him to see a play that I had seen in New York and I really liked. And I wanted to show it to him because it was, it was a production out here. Production out here was a totally different cast and it was not nearly as good. And we're sitting in the audience and I just, I felt embarrassed. I wanted to impress him that I had found a play. He was like my, my mentor. That, I, that he would really like. And he's one of those guys, my dad was the same way, like, when they don't like something, they want to let you know. Mm. So there's a lot of like, <sighs> yeah. oh, God. my dad would do the same thing in a movie theater. He wanted everyone to know him, around him that he did, was not like in the movie. <laughs> 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 it was so, it's such an annoying trait. And my dad would be like, <sighs> like, really, dad? Yeesh. You're not liking the film? Yeesh. But I remember my acting teacher was sort of not vibing and, and was was doing some sighing and I just and I and I felt embarrassed and I knew the play wasn't as good as what I'd seen in New York and I and of course the ingredients were all there I was already in an anxious state and I remember my lungs tightened up and I was like <gasps> couldn't breathe it was like someone was standing on my chest and I was like and, and then then when your brain does what does your brain do he goes you start playing it out you go oh my god the ambulance is gonna have to come. I'm going to be on a stretcher. All these people are going to be filtering out of this theater, seeing me on a stretcher. Oh, my God. What is my professor going to think? And just start snowballing, snowballing, oh. snowballing. That's called spiraling, bro. Ooh. How'd you get out of that one? Now, I'll tell you how I got out of it. It was miraculous I was able to do it. But I had taken a few yoga classes. Yes. Um, mm. I was, in, I was start, newly into getting into yoga. And a big part of yoga is quieting your mind and doing long quiet breaths and while watching this play quote quote unquote watching yeah right <laughs> i sat next to this dude and went into a yoga breath session where i was just mm-hmm. slowing down my breath in and ah and i fully i didn't know what it was i didn't even know it was a panic attack but i i talked myself down wow when i was a kid they used to take us to my parents and my aunts and uncles and everything like that they used to take all of the kids to the ashram and in New York, and you know, there was this dude, uh, Muktananda, and this, uh, when he passed away, his protege, uh, Guru Maya, uh, took over. And I remember seeing people like, you know, Lisa Bonet, like a bunch of actors and stuff there. Mm-hmm. And what you would do, literally, you would just go there and you would, you know, either work as, you know, labor on the, at the ashram, or you would meditate. And I remember that, you know, that I remember when I first it was like you you literally sitting there, oh Nama Shiva 
And so when I moved out to Los Angeles and my mom, being the awesome mother that she is, she gave me a cassette of that. She's like, if ever you feel like you are, you know, not going to make it, put this on and just relax and, you know. So I would play that stuff. Wow, I never my cousins, that my cousins still do that. My all of them do that. I, it's I wish sort of it, chanting. It, it's it's yeah, it's definitely chanting. Um, yoga really. Um, it, yoga, by the way, if you're someone listening who's, who's suffering from this, first and foremost, see see a qualified therapist. But also something that I think is I highly recommend is getting into yoga and meditation because that was the most valuable um, thing. Uh, if you need it, obviously there are medications that can help you, but the thing you can do right off the bat, even before you explore medications, is 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 take a yoga class, um, get into meditation, of which are many apps we've, we've talked about before. There's an ashram out here, actually, too. It's not the same... It's not the same people, and it's not the same chanting, but you just literally, like, anything like that, anything that calms you down and gives you an opportunity to... Uh, look inward, it really helps with a lot of stress and everything like that. Like, I'd love to take my wife to something like that, but I fear that she'd freaking clown me. No. <laughs> I think no. she'd be open. I'd be like, baby, let's go to the ashram. She'd be like, the ashram what? No. <laughs> it feels like she'd be open to it. <laughs> so anyway, there's the Ralph's where I would uh, eat. Hell yeah. Oh, classic Ralph's. Giant Petco. I still oh shop there. Gosh. You used to shop at that Ralph's, Dale? I still do. I used to live right around the corner. We would walk there. It was 144 South Detroit. Do you want to so go to yours? Go, no. no, go right to Beverly. Dan might want to talk about his first. This, this, no, this, this is not called Fake Doctors, Real Friends, and the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> also a great name. A great name. Donald, I feel like this is the biggest uh, sunroof I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so long. What? I don't want to burn. Do you want to open it? Go ahead. Do you want to burn? see what it looks like. Oh, no, he did. Wow. Oh, <laughs> it's the whole length oh of the car. Goodness. Yeah. For oh. if you're just oh. looking at the audio, it's all the way to the back. It's wow. like a sun and moonroof combined. It is. It is. Nice sunroof. Gorgeous. It's beautiful. I'm, I'm acting like wow. you designed it. All right. So we're driving now uh, into uh, mm. West Hollywood mm-hmm. and... So the restaurant, this is where my next chapter of my Hollywood story uh, began when I got a job at the restaurant. The restaurant is gone now. It's now a Leica store. Sure. All right, yeah. So this place right here, do you recall me trying to bring you here one night? Because no, we but, couldn't find a club to go to. And you brought me here and, and... And you were like, this motherfucker is bringing me to where I used to work. So the funny <laughs> Those thing were was, your exact words, this, and, but it was closed down this already. This was the... When I was working here, this Ooh. was the hottest place in town. It was meant to be a restaurant. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a chain. There's a, there's, a chain's the wrong word. It's, there, it's a very high-end restaurant, but there were five of them across the country at the time. And this was the LA Outpost, and it was very popular. And it was meant to be just a restaurant, but on the second floor was a bar, and the bar was the spot at the Dude, time. Remember, Did you ever come yeah, um, before man. we knew each other? Yeah, man. I remember I was broke. Okay, so after Clueless and in between Scrubs, I had no money. I spent mm. all my money on a house because I was having a. I was. I had kids. I just had two two kids. Dade and Kaya were born, and so. I spent all of this money to house myself and my girlfriend at the time um, so that we could live, right? And my buddy, Kevin Jordan, used to always try and get me to go out because he was new. He was, he was in Hollywood for about the same amount of time that I was. 
but he was trying to develop himself as a director and all that stuff. And so he would be like, yo, come out with me, come out with me. And one night he brought me here and I had no, I think I had something like 40 bucks on me. So, you know, literally. And I remember my wife, my girlfriend at the time being like, you know, you might need that for gas. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying, like, this is okay, but all right. And so we went out and I drank my $40 like that. And so I had to ask my buddy if he could buy me some drinks. But I remember being up in there and it was packed and it felt like we were sitting on the floor at one point. You oh, know what God. I mean? Like that's how yeah. packed it, it was. It was the spot. And I didn't really go upstairs because I was a waiter on the main floor. Mm. And um, it was very, very hard. I became very good friends with all of the people that worked here. You know, there's so much camaraderie when you're a wait staff and you're going through it. The tables, gosh, on a Saturday night, it was just insanity. And I remember... If you've ever waited tables, there's times when you have this computer and you, you put in all the orders and you look at a table and it's, you're so slammed, you're in the weeds as they say, and you're like, oh my goodness, why does that table not have their appetizers yet? And then you'd look in the computer and you never put it in. No. Oh, no. Because you were just so swamped. Oh, and mind you, I'd never done this before and it is so hard. You fucked uh, up a lot. In the beginning. Well, in the beginning, yeah, I've never yeah. done it. I mean, Damn. to go from, it wasn't like I was starting in like a slow diner. I was, mm. I went from zero to a packed, sceney Beverly Hills yeah. restaurant. Just like in the movie, I wore a beige tunic. Mm. Uh, I didn't do eye makeup and we didn't have earpieces, but I, I added that. <laughs> but one thing that is true from Garden State is that the manager would jokingly tell me, in the movie, I'm, it's actually George C. Wolf and he's being serious, but she would joking tell me, she would hold up headshots because people would try and get a job there by showing their headshot for some reason. Wow. And she'd be like, you see all these headshots? Every day I get these headshots. So if you're late again, guess who's getting your job? And hold up the headshot. Oh, my <laughs> Jeez, God. Jeez. <laughs> oh, and no. I, I put that in Garden State. He, he goes, George C. Wolf goes, so-and-so from Duluth, Minnesota is going to get you a job. <laughs> That's so funny. Your nice. attention level is still high. Um, You're on coffee, baby. Yeah, you know. I really want to look up in the manual what the other icons are. Same. Like, I really want to hit on. this parking button and see what this car does. You want to try to parallel park it somewhere? No. no. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do that. But I kind of do. All right, let's go on the road. Oh my God! Look at that. As he's backing up. Yeah. I told you there's it has an overhead. aerial view. Yeah. How does that possibly like work? The it's it's their, their uh, fisheye lenses in these sides of the car. But look, oh. Daniel, that's from above. How I, could that possibly work? It's I, a drone. I know. It, looks, it, comes, it comes with, with a drone, drone that floats above the car. It looks like that. I'm sure. If you look at the wheels, the wheels were a lot bigger than it looks because it's really just fisheye lenses that are just on the side of the car. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's incredible. I've yeah. never seen that in a car before. All right, so now um, we're getting in our, our tour of Hollywood continues. We're driving up a, a very posh street in uh, in West Hollywood called Robertson, where there's lots of fancy stores. Pizza on is right here, too. Oh, yeah. So now um, we're on to Melrose, Chichoni's, very nice restaurant if you come to LA. Yeah, that, that's a great one right there. Here's Cat Chalet. If you want to come have the oh scenic experience, oh I was boy. one of the original owners of Cat Chalet. Wow. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. And I got bought out because. Because um, that's what you do when they offer you money. Yes. Yeah, oh, exactly. yeah. Because uh, that's what you do when they offer you money. Amen. Someone had their upfronts party here and everyone a, got a topiary. <laughs> it's a very popular place to have um, parties. Um, we went to an NBC Universal party at Chichi. What do you say? Chichion? I say Chichoni. 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 You're probably right. We went to an upfront party there. 
not an upfront, a NBC Universal party there once. And let me tell you something right now. Mm. Go ahead. That food was good. Yeah. And when you have money, you can eat well in this city. That's true. When you have money, yes. We're mentioning places that are not cheap. No. Currently. But we're in the not cheap area. Yes. Right. Although, fairly priced right here, great place, Zinky. Z-I-N-Q-U-E. Yeah. Oh. If you ever come to uh, visit it's LA, popping, y'all. Yeah, it's popping, inside wow. and outside dining. It's oh, right across it. the street from the Pacific Design Center. Oh, Grays yeah. uh, mm. is where I saw uh, Get Out for the first time. At the Design Center? Yeah, they had a they do uh, luxury black press screenings here. Nice, there you and go. And it was great. This place coming up also great, Earth Cafe. Oh, Earth, of course. Also, my favorite place to Staple. shop yeah, is right. coming up right now. It's called Rag and Bone. Yeah, we Shout like out Rag and Bone. I thought you were going to say cookies, and I was going to be like, that's my favorite place to <laughs> No, we like uh, Rag and Bone. Earth Cafe, back when I was eating chicken, they make a curry chicken salad sandwich. Really? Change your life. Nice. It's curry? It's uh, curry flavoring in a chicken salad. Mm. Oh. Really good. Also, designed within reach if you want a Herman Miller chair for twice as much money as it usually costs. <laughs> really? I didn't know they marked it up. It's, it's expensive. All right, you're going to go left on La Chienega. <laughs> hey, we're about to pass one of our all-time favorites back in the day. What's that? It's oh. no longer our all-time favorite, but oh. we used to go to this restaurant right here, Koi. Koi, yeah. All the time. We used to go to that spot. It looks fancy. And um, there's, uh, yeah, there's some good restaurants on this, this part of the town. I remember when this was the Spanish kitchen. Mm -hmm. You used yep. to go to the gar what's that garlic place. Was sneaking there. The stinking rose? Yeah. No. Fogo de Chao. Oh, Fogo de Chao. I still yes. go. You know, I haven't gone to Fogo de Chao in a long time, actually. But that is one of my favorite restaurants. What uh, is Fogo de Chao? Brazilian food? Brazilian mm -hmm. uh, barbecue. Meat. It's the kind where you like flip the thing and they just keep bringing you cuts of meat. They're like, would you like? Would you like? And you, they just shave it off onto your plate. And then oh. when you're done, you flip it over. Yep. You flip the. Oh, you're telling over. me you don't want any more. You're like I'm yeah. done with the meat, dog. I'm out. Yeah, you got a green side and a Tap red out. side, and they're like, I'm done. <laughs> I once got in a they car go, accident sure? on this next block here. <laughs> oh, really? Did you roll backwards? Um, or did somebody roll back onto you? I almost rolled backwards on that one. Oh yeah. god. Oh, at the top of uh, yeah. this is. By the way, this is the worst stick shift street uh, intersection it's in the LA. Worst. Okay. Why? Because, because it's a big ass hill. Well, because it's very oh, yeah. steep. Very. Where steep. Las Cienega meets Sunset is 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 advanced <laughs> stick shifting. <laughs> okay. All right. Because the know. problem is, is that people assume that you're in an automatic car these days, and they mm -hmm. pull up right behind you. Mm -hmm. Yep. Exactly. So there's no room to roll back at, at all. Yeah. Gotcha. And you got to be you got to be on it. You have to be on it. Which is weird. With a stick shift, because even when you're on flat surfaces, it seems like it backs up first yeah, exactly. and then goes mm -hmm. forward. Yeah, but it's, this is like the LA, this part of LA is not too hilly, um, but right there is that's a that's a tough intersection. Um, so we're now going to head to the Disney backlot. Yeah, not to be confused with Disneyland for those of you not <laughs> in the business. The Wait Disney a minute, what? <laughs> well, I'm explaining it for people that have no... I thought no, we were going to Disneyland. Disneyland. Oh, sorry, what? kids. Sorry. Oh, dance? Let's go. <laughs> sorry, kids. We're going to a... a I want a California adventure. <laughs> okay, we are not doing the Pixar pier. <laughs> sorry, that continue. Um, <laughs> you want to go right, yeah. Um, we... I wouldn't mind. I'm keeping my baby boy down. <laughs> I want to go to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. That place is... 
Not good. This place, Carney's, this is my chili dog spot. Really? Carney's really? is fire. This is where we used to get food after we got really drunk. What? I stopped eating there after the, my hot dog looked like a damn thumb. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Remember this one? Cabo Cantina? Yeah. Cabo Cantina. Oh, nothing about that. That used to be the jam when that was a parking lot, right? There's a place so coming up called Pinchy's Tacos. No, mm -hmm. the Pink Taco. No, this right here is pink where taco. I work out Unbreakable Performance, up there on above the Pink Taco. Okay. 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 All right. No, All right. Well, see you there. Pink Taco, <laughs> like this is called up here. See, it says Pinchy's Taco, <laughs> which is funny because Pinchy's means fucking in Spanish. Yeah. So the place fucking is called fucking tacos. Fucking tacos. Exactly. I like that. All right, get in the left lane here, bro. Do you want to do that or do you want to get on the 101 all the way up? Are you gonna be able to get on the 134 that way? Yeah, you are. No. So Wait, we're we trying to get to. We're trying to get to Burbank. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would just take this down across, or take this down to Coenga. Take Coenga. And then Coenga. Coenga. Yeah, because you'll come right up on it. By the way, this is. By the way, for those of you listening, this is how you have to talk about getting around LA. Yep. You've yes. seen yes. it on SNL yep. in the California. It's so real. <laughs> the realest. The realest conversation. The elaborate <laughs> conversations about how to navigate. To the 101. <laughs> to the 405. <laughs> Got to the 10. What's going on over there? Somebody. There yesterday oh, do you stuff. remember when Hyde was here? Oh, this it's is... gone. I think that... Where is it? It's right here where it's a sneaker garden. So this, we're, pl sneaker we're passing... Where, where this is must be 8029 Sunset, right across from... So it's right next door to Greenblatt's and yeah. So if you're you're gonna follow our our, uh, our journey one day, it's it's three doors down from Green Greenblatt's Deli, and that was the hot spot small nightclub that Dal and I used to go to. That wow. was the that's spot. Cool. That's before you with Casey. Yeah, before Damn. Casey. Hyde. That used to be Hyde. H y d e. That was uh, the spot. I have heard of that spot. That was well. The it's spot. everywhere now. It, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, real right. famous. It got real famous. Now but the original ones, right there. But the original little one was there. And Doll and I would get into lots of hijinks. That's fun. Yeah, hijinks. Yeah. I remember Jessica Simpson Terrible. once came in That's wearing short, Daisy Dukes. Daisy Dukes and a and a and a and a, and a flannel a, top. And I said to her, "Someone got to keep their wardrobe." <laughs> wow. <laughs> And I thought it was funny, but Donald cringed and walked away. I didn't away. cringe. I didn't cringe. I laughed my ass off at that. Casey might have cringed, oh but I laughed god. so hard. At that. Oh my god! That's funny. Someone got to keep her wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! It made me laugh so hard when yeah. I heard that. Well, she was she was dressed like Daisy, Daisy Duke. Duke. That's funny. Like that 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 always cracked me up. I'd be like me and Donald showing up in scrubs. Yeah. Oh. Please. That, that's exactly what it would be like, actually. <laughs> All right. So since we're headed to the Disney lot, let's talk about our experience. So when you're at the, we've told you if you're an avid listener to the podcast about some of this before, but at the very end of your audition process, there's two final steps, the last two hurdles you have to go through. You have to go to the studio and audition in front of their executives. And then you go to the network and you audition. If you make it past the studio level, then you make it to the I didn't have level. to do that at, I don't think mine was on the Disney lot. I don't remember where it was. I remember it was like a really tiny room though. Um, Your studio test? You didn't have to do it? My studio test was Zucker's first, uh, first. That's he network. Was, right, my, my network test was my studio test also. Oh, they were. Wow. Everybody was in the room. If I'm, if I'm correct, I didn't audition for Scrubs as many times as you did. Right. Well, maybe because you were famous. 
uh, I had I had competition. There were three. There were two dudes whom I knew very well and uh, partied with, and and they both auditioned for Scrubs at the studio with me, and um, mm. I still blew the audition, man. One of them almost oh, got no. that job if it wasn't for Bill coming out and being like, "Dude, come on, get it together." Right. But it's a lot of pressure because you start auditioning in smaller locations, and all of a sudden. By the way, this all this all goes full circle because where we're going was also this is the route I would take to take that girlfriend I told you about to her job, mm. oh, wow. and I would drop her off on this very same lot. Wow. So my life came. Oh, no, keep going to go to. Koinga. I thought this was Bar Ham right here. No, 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 no. Koinga. Koinga. Island gets you straight yeah. on the freeway. No, it, there's a side street also that you can turn on to. To get to Barham? Yeah. I took the 101. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's Coanga Boulevard actually. But he's just saying go to Coanga. I know, but there's a the side street over here is Coanga also next to the freeway, and then it turns into Highland. Huh? Wild. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Where yeah, it goes on the side of the freeway left, and then you cross mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. Totally. At I know what you mean. Yeah. No, totally. Also valid. You that's, take the that's, 101. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, the, the, the corner we just passed. That's my favorite burger in L.A. right now. Oh. Pop up there Wednesday through Sunday. Where? Um, on the corner of Sycamore and La Brea, or Sycamore and Sunset. It's a pop-up called Chris and Eddie's. They're about to have their first uh, brick and mortar at Western and Sunset. And they do a smash slider. Oh. And it's my favorite burger right now. Okay. Okay. Side note that I will cut out of the episode. No, you're Why? Keep Why are you going to cut that out? That's you great. You keep it in the episode. Very inside, we're shouting out all of these great restaurants yeah, we're, and, and we're telling people who don't live in L.A. when they come to L.A. where to go eat. Airplane, when you airplane. moved out here, was the spaghetti factory still there? Uh, no. Okay. Well, maybe it was. I don't, I'd never been there. What is that? I've heard it. It was like, it was literally what is called the spaghetti factory. And it was the worst tasting spaghetti you would ever eat. Well, it's a franchise, so it's yes. like right, all yeah, over yeah. the yeah, place. Yeah. They have one uh, right across from the San Diego Convention Center. Every year, one of the groups of 50 I have to meet is like, let's just go to Spaghetti Factory. I'm like, cool. Please, no. I'll just get a drink. Yeah. (laughs) It's fine. Um, Anyway, everything kind of came full circle because now I was on the verge of getting a really life-changing job, and it just happened to be on the very same back lot. I think it's always so trippy when there's a place where you have all of these bad memories, and then you come back better, stronger. Well, it's really interesting. There's so, there some places where I'm like, I don't think I've ever done a movie or a project for this for this studio. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I haven't done a Paramount job since Clueless, I think, if I'm if I'm correct. And you know, uh, Warner Brothers. I remember I couldn't break. I couldn't get into a Warner Brothers anything for the longest. And the last few things that I've done have been Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember being like driving by, because you know how they put the pictures up on the on the sides of the studios? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I've ever been, maybe I've been in a Sony thing. Yeah, I did. Ray Donovan was at Sony. But you know how you drive by and you see all these pictures and you're like, one day that's going to be my picture. Yeah. Yes. That's yet to happen. Until Scrubs. When we did Scrubs and it went into syndication, mm-hmm. and I remember us being on every fucking bus in <laughs> New York City. Mm-hmm. And all my friends being like, dude, you are everywhere right now. That was the old Hollywood Athletic Club right there. Yeah, it is the best place to have a fancy dinner. Or not dinner, but like event. You play pool and everything. But um, I remember being like, this is the best. Wow, I've made it. When the bus drove by, 
I, w- I remember going to New York and it not dawning on me that I was on a bus until somebody was like, I was sitting in the car with my dad and he looked over Aww. and he was like, get the, he was like, look at this. And I looked over and it was us scrubbing in whatever the poster Aww. was, yeah. the three of us. Where was it? It was in New York, like on some street. And he, and just my dad being like, wow, my son is on a bus. And he's, but I was oblivious to it. You know what I mean? Like I looked over and I was like, yeah, I know. I was. I hate when people do that shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My wife does that shit. I'm this sorry. This is going. You might want to turn right I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> reminding you. So you Listen, don't. man. I'm Han Solo. I'm R- not Chewbacca. <laughs> Look, R.I.P. Amoeba Music. This was our oh. last. Our last great giant R. record shop. R.I.P. Freaking ArcLight. ArcLight. Yeah. Oh, our oh last great. Beautiful movie theater. The last place I saw a movie was the ArcLight before pandemic happened. Here's the, here's the question: Who buys the ArcLight, or who buys the Cinerama Dome? Who do you think I hope do Quentin it? Tarantino does. He's got enough money to do it. You think so? Well, it's a Hollywood landmark, so it's protected. They they can't tear they're it. Down. Oh, they're not. Oh no, no, they're not tearing yeah. it down. But I just think it'll be the Netflix Cinerama Dome. Oh, that's smart. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be really cool, actually. We are buying a lot of real estate out here. I'm going to check your... Okay, so check this Hold out. Hold on, let me check your attention Hold on. level. It's still high. <laughs> Hold on, check this out. Joseph's? So you see this right Ryan here? Joseph's? Where the R is? Yes. My first manager ever in the history of being managed was Tracy Edmonds. And this was Edmonds Entertainment right here, oh, where okay. we are. Okay. Uh, and this prompted one night Zach and I got to go to the Playboy Mansion yes. and we went with Tracy Edmonds yep. and we went to Kenny Babyface Edmonds house wow. and do you remember how big that thing was? It was a man. That thing was like there so was a, much land. Yeah, it was <laughs> enormous. This was this was his thing. And right here this used to be a convenience store that wasn't really a convenience store. What it was is a weed this spot. Line for? There's going to be some kind of pop-up or something. That's a long-ass line. Look at this line. And none of them got on masks. I know masks are done, I guess. Look at these people. They're not even six feet apart. Style-wise, I see y'all. It looks like... um, Oh, my God. That seems, like, irresponsible. Um, And we just passed the (laughs) Hotel Cafe, which is where a lot of our friends Mm -hmm. uh, play music. And it's a great place to see live music if you come to Los Angeles. Well, this right here. You remember this right here? Lionel Joseph's, right? Joseph's. Yes, this was a club that That Donald used to go to. (laughs) I remember seeing Donald Right off of Yucca. Yeah. Yeah. You think I want to spend the rest of my life living on Yucca? (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, Vince Vaughn in the masterpiece Made. I still say this, man. To this day, Vince Vaughn and uh, Favro Fav need to do another one. Mm. I'm ready. Me too. Mm. Because I don't know if enough people saw Made. I don't know if enough people saw Swingers. Everyone saw Swingers. I don't know, man. Everyone that saw Swingers is old now. Is it still relevant? Like, does it still feel the same? I don't when know. You watch but it? if you're For listening me, to did. this and you haven't seen Swingers, you need to see Swingers, and then you need to follow it with Made. Oh. This because is my Because you stole my van. It's my Perdue. And I don't like you. For me, this is my Perdue. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie, man. Oh, man. So we're on our way to the Disney lot, which you can, you're not allowed, I don't know if they give tours of the Disney lot. Not anymore. They really? used to. It's a cool place, though. Fun yeah. fact about the Disney lot. Go ahead. Walt built it. Um, he was planning to build Disneyland right next to it, oh. but the city of Burbank was like, you're going to make us look like a carny town, mm. get out. Uh, and so that's when they went to uh, Anaheim. But as he was building up the lot, he made sure all of the buildings were earthquake proof. So despite nice. being built in like the early 50s, 
you, if you look at it, all the bricks are made so that as they shift, they kind of like shift and fold back into one another. Oh, wow. So it won't fall down. It's great. Still That's to this really, day considered earthquake proof. That's smart. Wow. Yes. He was a smart guy. Very forward thinking. Um, the, the, the lot itself is featured, um, if you want to see it, um, in the Tom Hanks movie about the making of Mary Poppins. What's that movie called? Something. Hold on. Mrs. Uh, something Mr. Banks. Mr. Miss Saving Mr. Banks? Saving yep, Mr. Banks. Mm. So, um, obviously, it really took place there, the experience of making Mary Poppins. And they, there's all sorts of shots on the lot of Tom Hanks being Walt Disney. Quick tidbit, what lot was La La Land filmed on? That's a good question. My guess would be Warner Brothers. Very good. Was I right? Yeah, yeah, very good. Well done. So when you're an actor in Hollywood and you're going on auditions, you have to drive around often to cast directors' offices, but very often if it's television shows, um, to the actual back lots. And there's, I don't know, let's say five or six major ones, and they're all spaced over town. So back in the old school way of doing pilot season, you could have five or six auditions a day, and you'd have one over here, and then the next one would be 45 minutes away, and then the one after that would be back over here. And when I first moved out here, I think I've told you this, I didn't, we didn't have GPS, so, and I had no idea oh where I was going. God. What was the name of that book that you had to get? The, the Thompson Thomas Guide. Thomas, Thomas Guide. Thomas Guide. <laughs> and it was this elaborate map that oh was like God. three inches thick book. I got that as a present for my 16th birthday, and my mom was like, you're initiated. Right, oh, it was no. like A, B, C, D, it was like yeah. all the, oh, the yeah. number, uh, oh, the letters, and then all the numbers too to coincide. So it was you, miserable. GPS was perfect for LA because it's just such so a- crucial. But that's how studios would get you to the audition. They'd be like, it's page such and such and such and such in the Thomas Guide. Wow. And you'd be like, huh, 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 huh. Okay, to get to here, I have to do this. And then you'd have to trace it back to where you are in the Thomas Guide and how it connects I would have failed it. on navigation alone. Oh, dude, it was very tricky. I told you, my, I think I told you, my brother would draw me these elaborate hand-drawn maps. Uh, he'd wow. be like, this That's is wild. He'd be like, this is from your, from our place to audition one, from audition one to two, and different page. From audition three to four, this Come page. My brother, that's he great. He was amazing, was he was kind. very sweet. Very kind. And he was an artist, so they were like beautiful. I wish nice. I still had them. So, that sounds like a, a game show in itself, giving some like millennials or Gen Z kids a Thomas guide being like, okay, get here, go. The other thing that sucked about living on Detroit Street, mm -hmm. to get over here was always traffic. There's always oh, traffic yeah. in this area, whether it's going this way or this way at some point in the day, right? Yeah. So if you worked over here to get back, it would take at least an hour just to get through this whole oh, bar and pass. This bar and pass is tough. Now over here is the Oakwood. Well, they don't call it the Oakwoods anymore. Yeah. But it's a, it was temporary housing where a lot of actors who would come into town for a little while, they would stay there. So expensive. And children all, very often. There was a documentary that was amazing. Um, Joel, can you look it up yeah. for me? It's mm -hmm. a documentary about um, uh, child actors and the Oakwood apartments. Okay. And because their families would come into town for pilot season, and they'd live in these in these houses, and uh, it was something like two thousand, three that four thousand dollars a month or some crap just to live Jesus. there, though, man. And and it was if you didn't get the furnished one, like it was this was a it was a pain in the butt. Now like it's called the, Ava. the Hollywood Complex. That's what it's called. Yeah. All right, if you guys want to watch a documentary about it, it's called the Hollywood Complex. And I, I think they they finally rebranded it because it has such a negative connotation. Yeah, seriously. So now it's called the Ava. 
The Oakwoods, what? No, 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 no. Like We're not the Oakwoods. Yeah. We're not that place. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's different now. And this is the it's back of NYU Universal. Students. Yeah, this is the Universal back. Like, I had a mm. fitting over here for Josie and the Pussycats. Nice. And then over here is the Warner Brothers lot. The yeah, Warner Brothers now lot. we're just pulling up to the Warner Brothers lot. I love the Warner Brothers back yeah, lot. It's, it's awesome. so pretty. It's very pretty. They have, oh, they, before the fire, what was that, two years ago now? Oh, yeah. that, that ancient Western set where, like, Every Warner Brothers oh, Western yeah. has shot. On oh this no, that trip. wasn't here. That was some. That was actually. That's a different lot. It is. The Western lot was an actual lot. That was. No, they just, have a Western set here. I know because I took NYU students to film on it. Or not, uh, NY New York Film Academy students oh. film there all the time. Here's well, the have, posters, Donald. Yeah, these are about. the posters. You're still. Not I was hoping right to now. be in this one this year, but right you know. You're not up there right now. You need to be young Sheldon. Did you audition for young Sheldon? Oh, you could have been young Sheldon. I auditioned for Sheldon. You could have been old yeah. Sheldon. All American. Look at Tay Diggs. Like, Tay Diggs, baby. Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs made the what wall. What is all American? I didn't hear so it. It's like the CW's number one show, dude. It's like a modern Friday Night Lights. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And Tay Diggs has a really big part in it. All American. It's about football? Mm-hmm. Yes. High school football. High school football. And then their spinoff is about HS. B C U. Did I say that right? Yeah. HBCU. Thank you. HBCU. I don't know why I think HSB. Historical Black Colleges and Universities. And universities. I was like, wait, no. This billboard has always been so key to me. And um, this one here, we're in the high chase. And that's like such an iconic spot because Mm -hmm. everyone who comes to into this part of the valley where all the lots are sees that billboard. And when I made going in style, it was for Warner Brothers who controls that billboard. And I was like, I have one request. (laughs) (laughs) Can we at least be on that billboard? And they said yes. So we had like a month up there. Nice. Let's go. Because I, you know, it's just such a, a, a pivotal, of course, that billboard that in, in in the valley. And Everyone the, sees it. Yeah. Everyone sees it. All right. This is usually the gate, right up here. This next gate, around this corner, and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the where we go audition. Yeah. Around this corner. Yeah. And you go down there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Put the bring the actors in the back door. Yeah. We don't want you messing up the front. Have you guys ever like owned or Much stayed in here? one of the bungalows? Go to Buena Vista. No. No. That's my dream. I want to just live in one of the. I don't nobody lives there. Below. Nobody or lives. Or not like live in, but like Bill has one. In, have a... Bill's Bill's office is in one of those walls. Oh, that's so, so cool. cool. That's so cool. Um, all right, so we're getting close. This place. Whole Foods. Ridiculous. And the apartments above it uh-huh. are so overpriced. Really? Uh, <laughs> when we were moving, just we were like thinking about the moving there. I was like, I would love to live above Whole Foods. It's like, nope. Whole life easy. I think I'm trying. Yeah. Whole Foods. Whole Foods. <laughs> We're also, Riverside. we are now passing the uh, iHeart Studios. Yes, we are. The I iHeart Theater is. Mm-hmm. Where two years ago we showed up for the iHeart Podcast Awards. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. This is where Jay Leno used to be. Mm-hmm. Indeed. That's an iHeart Radio. In his old studio, it's yeah. where they uh, shoot all of the Overwatch League. Overwatch League. Yep. Stuff I was gonna be like, is she yeah. to the Overwatch League? I sure am. <laughs> sure am. Overwatch is video games, guys. Yes, it is. For yes. those of you who don't know. Yeah, I zoned out while you guys talked about that for a second. <laughs> Sorry. This is Photochem, one of the last places in town that still film. develops film. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Bless it. We're really getting a good tour of Los Angeles. I really Seriously. feel like. You guys should, if, you, if you're listening and you come be a tourist here, you should just listen to this and follow us This around. is how Seriously. you do it. We're you rent a Hyundai Tucson. Um, and then you follow our map. Yep. Yeah, so yep. go right here, Donald. Here's the Disney lot. We can show actually Where the entrance we went in. Look at those mouses. Do you know how many mouses are all up there? I think it's on mice. There? I think it's mice. Look at those mice. You know how many mice are up there? Right. Nieces. <laughs> now, go in the right lane, maybe. 
This is Providence High School. My brother coached basketball here. Wow. All right, well, anyway, that's where I entered. I'm, yes. I'm trying to tell you a story. Wow. Where can we pull in? Go ahead and pull into Providence High School. Well, careful. Good I thing the it. Hyundai Tucson told us. It warned us that there was a... I want to override situation. what it thinks is your attention level and tell them you're not at full coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term. Apply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin designed, Texas tested, and handmade down in the boot making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. 
So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Yeah, so what can I tell you? I, I had a regiment that I followed when I started getting callbacks for scrubs. I, was, I would wear the same outfit, a blue button-down shirt I still have. Mm-hmm. I had a little bit of facial scruff, which I kept. And then I went to this gym and run on the treadmill for 30 minutes. And then I had these songs. So I pulled into that parking lot on the Disney lot. And I I had a series of songs I would play to get myself amped up. And one of them was a Radiohead song called Stop Whispering. And the lyrics were essentially, stop whispering, start shouting. Mm. And I interpreted it as like, for myself, stop being small, stop playing tiny, like, go big. You know, when I, I had one of those, I had two songs that were like that. And they were both by Eminem on his first LP. And it was Rock Bottom. Mm-hmm. And it was I Just Don't Give a Fuck. Mm. And mm. I used to play I Just Don't Give a Fuck after every audition, wow. whether I blew it or I got it right, huh. you know? It was one of those things where it was like, you know, like that album for some reason really touched on, you know, before Scrubs, like I said before, I was, I had, once again, I was broke and I spent all of this money on this house and, you know, I wasn't managing my money well or anything. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I, I, Everything just never seemed to go the right way. You know what I mean? It just seemed like no matter what I did, I couldn't get the... I, whether I trained really hard or, you know, or whether I studied the night before, I'd get in the room and I'd literally black out and be like, oh, shit, what's my first line? What's my first line? What's my first line? What's my first line? And it kept happening. And uh, when... Scrubs came around. Thank goodness it didn't happen. And thank goodness for Bill, to be honest with you, man, because I don't know. I don't, without him being such a great cheerleader, I don't know that I would have. There's no way I would have gotten this part. Like, I say that to, I say that to a lot of people. I'm one of the worst auditioners you'll ever meet. But if you give me the role and you give me some time to work with you, I'll deliver what you're looking for. Mm. Well, it's a good lesson, too, for for people, filmmakers and creators out there, like if someone you love, you know, chokes at the audition, like don't give up on them because they, it's so, there's so much pressure. You know, here we are, it's just like athletes, I'm sure, you're, you're in the locker room, so to speak, although I'm in my Nissan 240SX, and I'm trying to get myself, you know, psyched up to not mess this up. Everything's on the line right now. It doesn't matter how many times I did it right before. All that matters is that when I go in this room, I'm gonna do it right now. And so I would listen to that song, Stop Whispering, to be like, you know, you've been, you've been being small. You've been, you, you, you haven't been bringing your best. You haven't been bringing your A game. You're going to go in there and start shouting. And uh, another song I would live, uh, listen to was Blind Melon's song. Um, no Rain? No, Change. Um, you just afraid of change. You know that song? No. I don't um, know any of these songs you're talking about. Yeah. Well, it's not necessarily the kind of music you listen to, but, you, you know, we know that already. You listen to rap. No, I listen to all music now, but at that point in time, yeah, right. right. Anyway, uh, 
change was about like being afraid of change and and not and and being intimidated by by I don't know I interpret it as being intimidated by starting a new chapter where you're living your full your fullest and you're being your best and you're fully that's, self-expressed. Well, you know that's that's scary as fuck for a lot of people. That's you know what I mean. Like the fear of success is real. I don't care who you are. You fear the unknown and if you've been if you haven't been successful your whole life and it come and 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 you see it on the horizon that's the easiest way to talk yourself out of stuff well i've been here for so long you know what i mean i'm not gonna so what if it doesn't happen right now for me like you find ways to talk yourself out of it yeah that's pretty cool though man like you that was my turn I'll, i'll get on the 134 Anyway, that's really I, I find that very uh, refreshing. That you know, you can go. It's blinking yellow. But there's cars coming. Oh, now it's red. Don't okay, fuck. I'm don't fucking. Okay, Chewy, Chewy. This is Chewy for fucking drive carefully. <laughs> Thank goodness we're in a Tucson. All these safety features. Look at all these safety features. <laughs> Easy, Chewy. <laughs> Um, no, but it, that's refreshing to know that, you know, you're not the only one that feels that way. So, you know, to hear stories like that, that's great. I definitely think um, it's a good idea. You know, obviously, we all see athletes on TV listening to music, getting themselves psyched up. But I, I think it's a good idea for whatever you're doing. If you're going on a job interview, if you're, mm-hmm. if you're uh, whatever, you, whatever task is making you nervous and anxious, put on a song. First that, time having sex with someone. Tough. Sure. Yeah. I wasn't gonna say that, but sure. Get, Word. Get, You're like in the bathroom get putting fired on music. Up. Get fired up. Here we go. Go hard or go home. You, you can go this. hard or go home. You can go hard or go home. Okay. okay. <laughs> People like some romance music. But oh um, that's a good God. way to start it off. Ay, it up ay, like a ay, game. Ay, ay, ay. It's either that or on this harvest moon. <laughs> what? Whatever works Love for you. Young. <laughs> Whatever works for you, put it on. Get yourself psyched up. That's how I would go on auditions. I definitely recommend it for actors. Putting on a song that gives you confidence, that makes you feel like you got this. It definitely worked for me. Do you find that when you go on auditions or and you don't really care that much that you do a better job? Um, you know, there's an expression uh, I think of. I think I mentioned it before, maybe not, but... Um, being committed but not attached mm. and so I'm I'm committed but I'm not like desperately hanging on by my fingernails I need this right yeah. so it's like I'm committed I'm gonna go do my best I'm gonna bring everything it's everything that is in my control right. will be at level 10 but I'm not in a desperate place like if this doesn't happen I'm gonna give up and and, and die right yeah right. Yep, yep right that's hard because yeah. the minute that good audition comes in, like I remember I auditioned for Red Tails and I wanted it so bad, but they kept telling me, you're a little too old. They didn't say you're a little too old. They were like, you're too old for these parts. And I was like, what are you talking about? I got such a baby face. And they're like, you're a little too old. I think I was like 30 at the time. And they, and they were kids and you know, they're supposed to be kids in it. Right, right. And they were like, we have a role, but we, you know, still you're a little too old, but we're gonna let you audition for it. Guess who beat me out for the part two? Ooh. Method Man, motherfucker. What? Two times in a row. Ah. Garden State and freaking Red Tail. It was funny for like, they said I was too old looking. Who beat me out? Sam Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, like I remember 
wanting it so bad and studying so hard and, you know, working with my wife on it and, you know, her giving me, you know, critiques on how I should do it and everything and me being like, you're absolutely right and, you know, going in there and just not even close to crushing crushing the audition. Like, I blew it completely, right? But I was so attached to it that I had animosity to the direct, towards the director. I was like, man, fuck you for not hiring me. You know, like, all of these things, dude. Like, I just, I, 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 for a minute, I was, like, so pissed off at George Lucas. You know what I mean? Like, just everything. Because I really wanted that role, and I was so attached to getting mm-hmm. that role. And, um... It's hard not to do that. It's hard... You, you know, just have to... There's only so much... There's only so much in your control. Right. Now, you can control... Did you really put in the work and work on it? Did you really get memorized and really know it backwards and forwards? Did you really work on it in, in multiple different ways? Did you really prepare? When I look back at it, I definitely did not. You know what I mean? There you like, go. When I look back at it, I You want to get off here? Uh, we can get off at Coldwater, right? Or, get off here. Okay. I... When I look back at it, I smoked so much weed before I would study, and I smoked weed before the audition, Mm. and I might have even drank the night before to try, like, you know, trying to get into the mode and feel creative and shit like that. Mm. And that, you might feel good for a couple of takes, but then that's a wrap after that, bro, Mm -hmm. you you know what I mean? Like, you're off in la-la land, you're not, no pun intended, you're not really... We gotta go this way. Riverside's this way, right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You can take a brand out of your way. You're not really in it to win it. But that's just exactly what I'm saying is that, you know, look at, be really critical uh, of, of, did you truly, truly, truly bring your A game? Right. Did you drink the night before? Did you smoke a ton of weed that week before? Uh, this is all just acting, but apply it to your own life in any way you can. Mm-hmm. You know, did you. Is there anything you could have done to, to, to have made your performance in the moment better? And, uh, and then if you've done that, you walk away and go, okay, it's out of my hands now. Yeah. Right. I, I, I did everything I could. And I can tell you from being on the other side of the table when you're a director, it's just, you might come in and blow me away with your acting, but you look too much like the other guy I've already cast. Or you blow me away with your acting and you're no way you're going to be the brother of the woman I've already cast. There's reasons that are just so out of your control age or whatever yeah you know I didn't give myself I know looking back at it now I know I didn't give myself a chance to win but I was so caught up in the fact that it was a it was something that I wanted and because I wanted it I should get it you know what I mean like there's that feeling of entitlement yeah you felt entitled that comes with uh, being in the game for so long you know but that's the thing about Hollywood I always tell young people nobody owes you anything anything Mm -hmm. nobody owes you anything yeah. Every 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 step of the way, you have to prove yourself. Like, mm-hmm. careful! This woman is I literally crossing yeah. the street with a dog with no leash on. That's that is a leash. It's just really dead. Oh, leash, yeah. I didn't see it. Like, I dare them to give me an audition for Star Wars now. You know what I mean? Like, I dare you. I triple dog dare I you. I triple dog dare you. But that has a sense of entitlement to it. In what way? You're saying like. I know that I'll be very prepared for that audition. Oh, I see what you're saying. I misunderstood what you're saying. Instead of it, be, instead of being like, instead of being like, oh, they're going to give me. All right, this wait, getting emotional. Slow down. So we are pulling up to, well, I guess pull over here, dog. I yeah, guess. Okay. Oh my goodness. So this, this is, is weird for us because this is not what it was anymore. No. But yeah. th- this is a giant apartment building that used to be the hospital. If you ever come here, it's uh, at the corner of Riverside and Whitsett. 
across the street from Mikado's. Across the street from Mikado Japanese Sushi Bar, which I never went to. Did they you ever to, go there? They would bring it to set sometimes. Oh, really? Then yeah. I guess I did have it. Mm. And there's a famous um, industry hair and makeup uh, supply Namies. place. I don't know, Don. What do you feel? We spent nine years of our life on this block. Mm. I never thought they'd tear the hospital down, to be honest. They always with threatened. You. Every yeah. year, they were like, <laughs> we're going to tear it down. First, they were going to make an old, a senior home. I think it is a senior home. No, it's not. It isn't? No. That was, that was like one of the plans. Mm. It and doesn't seem like a great place to live. Like a lot of these apartments, like who lives there? Up there, look how skinny that is. And we're mad at it being a new building, so we're going <laughs> to criticize it. Yeah, exactly. I don't care. Although I have to say, it is it is it is like the stereotypic uh, uh, developer threw up an yeah. apartment building. Yes, I don't know why they it's all really, look like this. It's really bad looking. I'm okay to shit on it because yeah. they took our spot. Yeah. yeah. I wish it was still an abandoned hospital. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. How dare you be something useful for the neighborhood? Like there's yeah. right. Yeah. right. You're housing so many people. I know, but listen, you guys, this 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 this, this there's no more cartoonish example of. Some developer putting up an LA apartment building mm. than this. This is what they all look like. Yeah, I remember so many things. Like I feel like my dressing room was like right around there. Mm-hmm. You know, right. and we would do area. so many shots. Like basically, where this little drive-in right there is. This was mm-hmm. this is the front lobby where all those scenes mm-hmm. were. Oh wow! Um, you know what's I'm, I'm, you know what's crazy? I remember because I lived in the valley when we were making this. I lived deep in the valley. I lived in Northridge. But when you would drive by this place on the 101, I could literally point at my dressing room. That's wow. my dressing room. Yeah. Right there. That's my dressing room. And then I knew where Zach's was. I knew where Sarah's was. Yeah. I knew where Johnny's was. And, you know, it was, oh, man, such great memories of, you know, they gave us Direct TV once with like unlimited free. <laughs> it's the little things. Yeah, they gave us funny. direct TV. No, but wow. think about it. They wow. gave us direct TV with unlimited pay per view. They, what? Oh. What? Yeah. Whoa. Oh no, it wasn't unlimited. Just we never saw the bill. We never saw the bill. <laughs> <laughs> and so you would just rent movies. <laughs> oh my god. But I just remember being like, "Wow, this is amazing!" And then like any new film that came out, you could just watch it. And that was sometimes why I didn't come to set because I was so caught up in like you know, the devil wears Prada or something oh, like yes. that. You know, we um, we uh, and then so much of the show, if you know the show, like a lot of the listeners do, took place in that parking lot that's mm-hmm. um, back there. And it's a dirt pile now. I know, much. but that was like a character. The parking lot was sort of a character yeah. in the show. Yeah, so totally, much, so absolutely. Much of the show happened there. And you know, the great thing for us was you know we just took you on a, a tour of some of the back lots and the thing about the back lots is you're basically you're on fake sets which can look amazing obviously but there was something so magical about being off on our own mm. all of it was real we were in a real hospital yeah and we built as we've said before we built our sets into the hospital and bill had no you know sometimes when you're a lot the executives are always stopping by and giving you notes or saying you know bill had no direct oversight here no one came here no one no one was going to come visit the abandoned hospital yeah. <laughs> and and he was really left to his own devices to 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 make the show on his own that's awesome yeah i do i do i do miss that time in my life that was a really good time in my life man like i was making money we were out we were some we were the hit guys in hollywood if you will like, I remember Absolutely. Fred Savage coming up and introducing himself to me and me Whoa. being like, yo, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I 
your examples of this, not to diss Fred Savage, he's awesome, but the, your examples of celebrities you get stoked about. I get stoked. You're like, I met fucking Fred Savage. Dude, the Wonder Years was my jam. Speaking, yo, the Wonder Years was my jam. Speaking of the Wonder Years, though, Dulé Hill. Mm. Is the new dad on the Wonder Years? Is really? Years? No yeah. way. It would we be, have to get him on the show. There would be something wrong if a, we did a podcast that didn't say the words Dulé Hill. Well, it's, it's, true. Put it's, true. There. it's true. Well, this was fun, you guys. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Uncomfortable. Really, yes. I, extremely. You know what's crazy is that mm. we just don't have enough time to go to all the places that we lived, like, and, and all the places that we experienced really cool things. Like, there's, you know, once uh, I got put on with clueless and stuff like that there are a bunch of places like i had a there was an entourage house for me pretty mm. much and stuff wow. but you know that's for another show and another time next Amen. time hyundai next time this was really fun though it was yeah. it was a blast it was good it was really fun and i it makes me want to do more things with you guys like we should go on some adventures together Hell that yeah. sounds great yeah, i like Love it that. when we're in person our shows are Same. always pops so. yeah it's so much fun we laugh a lot yeah, we you do. guys are funny yeah. all right well, you want to count us out, my friend? Five, six, seven, eight. Some stories about a show we made About a bunch of docs and nurses And a Canada who love to hate I said, here's the stories That you all should know So gather round to hear our Gather round to hear our Scrubs Rewatch show with Zach and Dono This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.